Welcome to the one and only Circle City Setup with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin. Hello. Welcome into a special episode of Circle City Cinema, a different kind of episode, an Oscars episode, but not the kind you would expect. I'm your host, Zach Griffith, and I'm joined by my good friend, one half of the Lynn Sanity podcast, Caleb Lynn. Caleb, how are you doing? I, man, you know, I'm doing well. I got to say, it, it's it's got to be nice for you because you don't you got the better half of the pod. You don't got a uh, you don't you you don't got a guy that you're uh, you have a guy that you're carrying on your back all day as a host. I I only feel that I feel that pain more than anybody. I get it. I understand your frustration. I just want to relieve you. I just want to give him that. I just want to give you that icy hot. That's it. You well, I appreciate it. You yeah. you. I'm I'm feeling some of your pain on Mondays now when we do these Mandalorian pods because sure. uh, I'm having I'm having to carry the whole thing uh, with Bryce on my back. Oh, uh, it's a lot like those, it's a lot like those early LeBron Cleveland teams where I'm just, it's tiring. It's tiring. Well, it's like Sasha Palovich in the corner. You're not guarding him. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. You're not guarding him. You're not, you're you're not guarding Booby Gibson. You know, you're, you're not, not thinking you're about not worrying about washed up Shaq. Yeah, he's not in a scouting report. He's not the scouting. No, not even close. Yeah, not, even, not close. even close. No, 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 no. He's not even in the program that you get at the at the game. He's not even. He didn't even make the program. Jeez. He didn't make the program. <laughs> anyway, why are we here, Caleb? Tell us. Tell us why we're here. <laughs> well, I mean, we're here because obviously. I think everyone likes I think there's always an entertainment value and oh like who's gonna win who's gonna win the best movie or who's gonna win the best actor or who's gonna win the best actress but I think the more and more that it's starting to be a thing you're seeing more about okay like people betting on these awards people trying to see value in these awards um people that are just that are just looking at it from a different angle and I think to be honest with you I think I think the movie world needs to get into it, man. Get into it. Um, open up that market uh, for yourself. Uh, I think it, I think this is an opportunity to do that. Um, you know, I, I know we talk about it some on Linsanity, uh, for sure. Uh, I, I enjoy it uh, as well. You know, just in general, just to be able to, I don't try to throw a whole lot down, but I just like having fun with it. And being able to do this for the Oscars, I, I, I heard that they did it last year. It's only in certain states. Indiana is one of those states. Um, it's, it's just, to me, there's a a lot of, it's unique because Zach, it's not about, I mean, every podcast that's probably going to come out here is going to be about, well, who do you think is going to win it? Why do you think they're going to win it? What makes them the winner? Like, I think that's just how those pods roll and operate. Are these the right nominees? Are these the right, you know, like, and in, and I think what I'm excited about, isn't it? And I think you know, gathering from what you're, you know, you're wanting as well. This is a curveball from that discussion and an opportunity to still discuss the Oscars without having the typical, well, I just think blah, blah, blah is going to win podcast. I don't know about you though, but I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because, you know, I'm not going to sit here. And obviously for those that listen to this podcast, they're not going to sit there and be like, well, Caleb's not on every podcast with you. So how is he going to sit here and talk about movies? You're right. I'm not. 
I'm I'm going to sit here and like I'm I'm going to pretend that I'm you. I'm the listener and we've got a guy and we've got, you know, obviously Zach Zach, he's the man. So I I'm going to sit here and look at these categories. Zach will, you know, be like, "All right, let's talk about this category." And I'm just going to sit here and pluck at it and look at it from a gambling standpoint. Have him explain to me why that person will be a heavy favorite. Have that person explain to me where the value is, why the value would be there. What's the history behind the Oscars and what would lead to a sleeper choice? Um, I'm excited even thinking about it. I'm excited thinking about it. So I, I can't wait for Zach to take this over. I mean, this this was an idea for a pod you and I had yeah, uh, a yeah. couple months ago when the nominees were announced. And I, I, you were like, "I need. Is there any action? Can I get on, on some action with the Oscars?" And I was like, "Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy to advise. I'm happy to be here for some advice. Uh, you know, my relationship with the Oscars. It's not great. It's not great. It's not great. It's not Most great. times we're not we're not uh, we're not talking to each other. You know, it's it's, no. it's that kind of thing. No, we're not no we're talking. not speaking terms. No, but <laughs> you you're too modest. You're a degenerate." You're a degenerate better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you're a degenerate better. You're betting on mid majors. You're betting on mid majors. Well, it's March Madness, first off. You're hating on me for March Madness, and it's March you Madness. Have, you have a future bet on the New Orleans Pelicans, who are without their star player now. Well, first off, once first again, off, without first their off, star that player. Was, okay, that, was, that was a fine bet at the time. Go on. At the, time, on. at the time, sure. But you were betting hmm. on Zion Williamson's health, which is your own fault. Whatever. I like Zion Williamson. And I didn't throw, I didn't throw more than half a unit. All right, before before we get into the categories here, what is your a bet you have placed currently that you feel is the shakiest? That you're for like, man, I don't know if I should have I don't know if I should have bet that one. For the Oscars or just in general? Just in just in general. I mean, we got March Madness going on, we got NBA going on. Baseball's coming. Um what what do you you have placed a lot of bets? What's one you're like, man? I don't know. I, I don't place know I very few. Them. I place very few. No, don't, 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 don't. You text me like every couple of days. You're like, hey, just, <laughs> just put some money down on Cleveland when the East. I put some, yeah, what I did. Think? Right. What think? Um, Which I, I, I like that one. I like that one. And so you I got, and I both put money <laughs> on the Chargers in some form or fashion before the season. Yeah, that yeah. didn't work out for us. No, no, we probably can't. No. Anyway, um, this isn't a sob story. I, I, no, it's not. Um, I have a I, well. Right now, I've been kind of pounding on NBA futures and then in-game college. Um, but I, my favorite bet right now is in women's basketball. In women's basketball, uh, particularly in college, college? women's basketball. Um, no. I have a bet right now. It's my favorite bet in the field. You know, because I'm going to make this bet all day long. I don't care. I mean, they're a great team, but I'm, I'm, I'm. This is just a smart bet. This, it just, you're just, you're playing the probability to your favor. Um, there was a bet about a week ago. I think it's still available, where you could bet the field of the the NCAA women's tournament at plus money to win the championship instead wow. of South Carolina. And again, South Carolina is a great basketball team. They're super good, but I'm going to make that play a plus money every time. I, I think that's a, I'm going to make that play a plus money every freaking time. You're giving me the entire field. I'm giving, I'm taking it a plus money every time. Um, that is my, a hell of a, I would do that. My national championship, my national championship bets. Um, I got okay. four, I got four teams right now with a chance to add more by March. Or sorry, we're already sure. in March. So I'll do a chance to add for men's. 
up from ends okay. right now. I got I got Baylor at plus seventeen hundred to win the title. Wow. I got I got UCLA at plus fourteen hundred. I got Kansas State at plus four thousand. I got Marquette at three grand. And for the sake of for fun, I, I did Indiana two grand. Indiana plus two thousand. I mean, I, I think it's I, I'm looking at because you're I'm a fan. At, because you're a fan. Because I'd like to see them take the championship. No, no, because you're a fan. Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson ruined my childhood. He ruined he my ruined childhood. Of, he ruined mine. He ruined mine. You're right. You're right. Guys, and I have a I have a bet on Brooklyn not making the playoffs. I have a bet on, yes. Oh, dude. That is a smart bet. So you have, have some. A you have a lot going on there because if you I can get inside, if, I need to be the seven seed though. I got to get them at the seven seed. They're done. If they get to the seven seed, they're done. Plus two fifty on the on the Nets not making the playoffs. So I just need them to get in the seven to ten range. Well, what are they now? What are they now? Thirty seven and twenty eight. He did thirty five and thirty two. The two back. What seed are they? Six. Nets are six. Okay. We got about sixty five I mean, games. There. Two weeks. I need two weeks. Give me two weeks. Miami, give it to me. Come on. You need two bad weeks from Brooklyn, which is definitely, I mean, definitely possible. They're playing it's Milwaukee possible. tonight, so that'll be that'll be a shellacking. Probably. Shoot, I saw him play against the Bulls a couple weeks ago. Holy crap, brother. Milwaukee, nine and a half point favorite over Brooklyn tonight. Yeah. yeah. I I'll mean, take that. Yeah, you might take that. I, uh, I'm i going to keep playing March Madness tabs and, and ask you more about the Oscars. That's we can definitely do that. All right. but you have a lot of action that, like Baylor lost today. Baylor lost Big Twelve. No, you, you got to snooze it off. You got to snooze it off. You and I both. Why? Know you can't over. You can't overreact to that crap. You can't do it. You think? So you, you really think they can win the title? Heart, two, out heart, two out of three. Two out of three years. I mean, I think yeah, I think they're really good offensively. They've got the pieces. They got the big guy back, Scott Drew. You got to think, Zach. When you're betting on March Madness, you got to bet on coaching as well. What are you liking from the coaches right now? What are you liking from a schematic standpoint? Um, I think everyone would like to bet, you know, Michigan State's always popular in this type of situation because Tom oh, yeah. is, you know, so to me, I, I think it's, you got to look at so much in this tournament. Nobody's necessarily, you know, oh my gosh, the overwhelming favorite. Um, it's all kind of, you know, pick or choose. And, you know, what flavor do you like? What sauce do you like? And, I pick some teams that are a lot outside that looking in, and I'm I'm going to be curious to see how that comes out. Um, because there, there's some teams I like. I'll say that there's a lot of teams I like, and probably there's going to be more teams I like depending on their draw. So before we move on here to to the main part here, yeah, the movie part, yeah, predict right now. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your no. It doesn't have to be your official. Well, yeah, it does have to be your official. Oh, my. because you guys, Selection Sunday is almost upon us. You guys recorded last night. Okay, you're not going to do another pod before Selection Sunday. Predict your four number one seeds right here on of all places, Circle City Cinema. I want to hear them come out of your mouth. <laughs> okay, um, Houston. And in return, I'll predict. Any of these categories? Oh, you give me, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're probably going to be. Uh, so I'll do it for you. Houston, UCLA, UCLA. I think will be at a lower number one. Kansas, Houston overall number one. Actually, scratch that. Houston's number one overall. Okay. Okay. Kansas is number two. 
Bama is number three. Mm. And I'm sliding Purdue at number four. Who's the first one seed to lose? Purdue. I thought you'd say it. I Actually, no, say it. I mean, no, they're no, limping no, in, man. They're limping. Them a Bama. Them a Bama. Them a Bama. You can really make an argument for Alabama. I mean, they're, more, they're, 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 they're the high. They're, you could argue they're the most talented team, but at the same time, you could argue that there's more going on with that team than any team in the country. So that's where I'd stand. Purdue limping in. We'll see how they finish in the in the Big Ten tournament. But anyway, always start uh, every cinema with things we've seen lately. Uh, so Caleb, oh gosh. good yeah. or bad? I know you've been cons- you. <laughs> You consume a shitload of content. You you talk to me off the record about things you've watched. There was a uh, there was a two week period where I think you consumed four shows in their entirety, which is just <laughs> unbelievable numbers. Oh, stat padding, stat padding has been in the news a lot lately, and you've been doing that. You have been doing that with shows. Hey, does that mean and get an MVP? You've been padding. You've been padding your stats. Yeah, you get you get an MVP. You get an MVP. So, I I know some of what you've been watching, but what have sure. you been watching? Good or bad? Good or bad? That's the great <laughs> thing about this segment. You You're can right. watch something that sucks ass, or you can watch something that kicks ass. Okay. What have you seen? Um. So obviously, you know, a popular show, I guess, in terms of. You know what the what the fans are what the fans are going for. Um, uh, the Last of Us is I, I've been watching that lately. Oh yeah, um, I'm caught up on that. It, that that's been the show I'm watching on HB, HBO. Got off the flight attendant on HBO recently. Hacks on HBO recently. Currently on the uh, currently on the boys. Uh, in terms of like really trying to get through an entire show, uh, I'm up on the Mandalorian season. Uh, got through oh, yeah. Outer Banks. I don't know if you're an Outer Banks guy. I got through Outer Banks. Haven't seen um, it. Yeah, I got through. I got through that. Um, you know, so I guess that's kind of uh, you know, just some things that are coming up off the top of my head right now. Now I have a bone to pick with you for with Last of Us because of course you're, you of course no. This is, you're, this. Go ahead. Just Go ahead. just like you are with everything else in life. You're you're a hater. No, on on The Last of Us, one portion of The Last of Us in particular, Bella Ramsey. You're, you're a hater on Bella Ramsey. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, you've explained why. I still don't get it. I still don't get it. Zach, she doesn't sell you. She doesn't sell the character. Her act- What do you want to be sold on? Her act- Everything. Her facial reactions are nothing. They don't change. Per episode, they don't change. You put her in a sad. You put her in a sad scene. She reacts the same way. You put her in. A, you put her in a scene where it's serious, and she, her face reacts the same. You don't. The, the energy in her in her acting doesn't change. The way that she's going about portraying what she's saying doesn't hook me in. It doesn't hook me in. The right. How much emotion right, are you supposed to show when the world is over? The world is over. The world is over. But obviously, she's going through all of this stuff. She's going through her her friend. She's going through, you know, obviously, I mean, I don't know how much I can 
I don't know how much I can. I don't know how much I can spoil. But like, there's a lot that like that no, that's happening can, in the show. Yeah, there's 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 a lot that's happening in the show, and I just don't feel like we're seeing a difference in in, in emotion. We're talking about Joel. You know, who dang near looks like he's like not going to live and her emotion never changes. And then we're sitting there. And no, that's talking. not true. That No, 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 that's not true. true. That's true. She was crying the last episode. She was she was it was it was not it, it, it has not been what I thought it should wow. be. That character, that character to me, again, I, I've never been a huge person in video games. OK, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I just. You know, I, I like great acting, and I'll be honest. I just feel like Pedro Pascal is carrying me, like he's just carrying the show. He's just carrying the show. You need some icy hot. Shoot, he probably does. <laughs> I'll get him a couple packs. I mean, for crying <laughs> out, Nick Offerman, Nick, Nick Offerman, Nick Offerman was the, he carried the show on, the, on that third or fourth episode. Dude, I still think that was the best episode. I, I agree. I agree, and that's when it I peaked. think that was episode three. That's when it peaked. No, I, I would show- agree with that. I would agree with that. It was the best episode so far. Yeah, okay. and it's it's when it peaked. The, the show peaked. The, the show peaked. The, the show peaked too early. It's like March. It's like you're, you're talking about college basketball. You peak in at the first three weeks of the season. All of a sudden, you I mean, slump at the second no. half. No, it peaked. It, that was its peak, but it hasn't been a like a downward spiral since then. No, I wouldn't it's say it's steady. a downward. Right. You're, well, you're right. You're right. I wouldn't say it's a downward spiral. I wouldn't. I want. You're right. But right. I think this could be one of those shows, Caleb. Where how much seasons do you think this guy? Could, could see it both ways. I think four. I think it has four. Hmm. All right. Fair I think it has four. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those shorter shows. Speaking of a show that has four seasons, oh. with the fourth one being the last, Caleb. Succession. Oh, 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 oh boy, oh boy. That Roy's, was a I have to give the Roy's are back. Credit. I have to give you some credit. I have to give this podcast credit. The succession show off the charts. Smashing hit. Smashing double one hit. Like me taking a three-one fastball down the pipe. It, it is an incredible show. It, the show is the show is it, it, it is just fast riveting. break slam. It's riveting. The stories are <laughs> riveting. The acting is riveting. The the intensity of every minute that you watch the show is insane. It was it has overwhelmingly been one of my favorite shows that I've watched this year. Not even close. I didn't mention it just because I was like, re- you know, thinking recent, but Succession, unquestionably, one of my favorite, one of my favorite shows that I've watched this year because, I mean, it just rocks. I, I it sucks that season. It sucks that you know that there's only one more season left. But like, maybe it's a, a sign that like, I mean, I don't know. You don't want the show to come dry or washed with ideas. Like, you don't want it to feel desperate. You know, like I feel like every Disney movie is now you're just going to make a fifth movie out of every uh, animated like it, it's like it's just you, you're the difference with succession is like they're I think they're trying to make it to where they can keep it at the level that it's at. And so in a way, I can respect that. But as a fan, I also am sitting there like, man, I wish there was more. Yeah. They're going out on top. It's it's something you have to respect. Breaking yeah. Bad. Breaking Bad did the same thing. Went out when they were on top. Um Game of Thrones, similarly, it didn't end too well, but it did go out as the biggest show on TV in that aspect. So, 
you want to avoid a Walking Dead scenario where you just drag drag a show on for longer than it's been. You're just yeah, dragging the right. dead body down down. Like it's just it's enough. Just you don't want to you don't want to make it look like a money bag. You don't want to make it look like that, do you? No. And this, you know, I think Last of Us will be the biggest show of this year. But I think Succession and of course Mandalorian are right there with it, neck and neck. Um, Succession is probably my favorite of the three, and it's going to be sad. It's going to be sad to see it go, but absolutely could be due for a rewatch. Uh, you know, a couple years down the road when oh. everything's all said and done. Um, so yeah. make a prediction. What happens? What happens with the company? I think they just set you up to let you down. Like, I think what's going to happen is like, they're going to set you up. They're going to set you up and they're going to think the siblings are going to take over. But then I just don't think Logan's ever going to give it up. So like, I think Logan's going to have the company and it's just always going to be a chase. Like, let's just see what happens. I don't think Zach, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't think it makes any sense for an adjustment in ownership of a company if you're not going to put out another season. I will say that. That doesn't make any sense. So all of a sudden, the siblings get ownership of the company, and technically for us, Zach, it would be like six weeks. Like, what? I mean, that seems weird. That seems weird. If you're only going to have them own the company for six, or like, are they going to, you know, move into a different direction where... I mean, I don't know how much you know. I don't know how much. I haven't looked at this. I haven't seen this. Is there a spinoff opportunity? Is there a spinoff opportunity (sighs) where, like, could you, is there enough to convince of a spinoff? Are there rumors to convince of a spinoff? Could you do a spinoff with Tom? That's the, no, I'm serious. Tom Wom's games. (laughs) I think, I think, I feel like that's the spinoff. I think that's the spinoff. He's the connector. He's the connector. He's the connector to to Logan, and he's the connector to the siblings, to the kids. Yeah, he kind of is. I I think here's my logic here, and why I think the kids will 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 take over. Okay, Logan has yet to take an L. You're right. He's yet to take an L. He's undefeated. Right. right. So. That could be a fitting way for the show to end. It could also be a fitting way for it to end him on top, as usual. So, March 26th, Caleb. March 26th. That's going to be a hell of a weekend. That weekend, we have John Wick 4 in theaters on on that Friday. And then on that Sunday, we have Succession. uh, Season finale. You're looking at an incredible month of TV. It's an incredible month of TV. It's like, I love Ted Lasso. It's an incredible month. I know you do. I know you're a big Ted Lasso guy. Yeah, I know. You like you like Apple. You like Apple, but I no, do. Actually. March March is a hell of a month yeah. for content. It's unbelievable and sports. Yeah, the best of both worlds right now. I agree. Uh, but anyway, oh, Ant Man. I want to talk to you about Ant Man. Ant Man three. Oh, okay, what are your yeah. thoughts? Your thoughts? You're a big Marvel guy. You've you've watched everything Marvel. Uh, which is something I, have, I can't say. I have not. I have not gotten the must mustered up the courage to watch Miss Marvel or or She Hulk yet. I did finally watch the Eternals after a year and a half of putting it off. It's the only Marvel movie I didn't see in theater. 
the Eternals. So your point was, yeah, your point was just, I'm going to put this out there and I'm just going to see how it goes. I see you. And yeah. It was, it was a running joke. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I know Eternals. you made jokes about me. What you're doing jokes about me all the time, but I like, I watch the Eternals this weekend. I watch the Eternals tonight. It just never happened. And never then finally happened. I was like, I'm actually going to watch it. And it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I'm not clamoring to watch bad. it again, but it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. But Ant-Man three, Caleb, I know you liked it. What'd you like about it? They needed a bounce back. Marvel did. Well, I don't think, I don't know if it was the bounce back that I think everyone wanted, but I think it was a good movie. No, but here's the prop. I mean, Marvel is in it. Trying to think of how I would describe this. Their level is so high. It can't be touched. Yes. That's the problem. And they're in (laughs) like, it's not a bad goal right now. Right. They're they're, They put their level so high. It can't be touched. And because there's so much engagement within that universe and within each movie and show that comes out, I just don't know if it's going to ever hit the top. So I think it's unfair to just consistently compare. But when it comes to this, when it comes to this Ant-Man movie, I mean, there's a lot I liked about it. Paul Rudd, I think he is a, I think he's one of the most underrated Marvel actors. Personally, I'd agree with you. I think, I he's think, great. He's, I think, you know, everyone likes to talk about Chris Evans. I mean, I, I would put, I would put raw, I would put red right up there with the best of them. I, I think he does a terrific job with that man. I think that, you know, the show, you know, he sells you in the character really well. Um, he's, he's just so rootable. Like he's just such a rootable guy and a rootable yeah. the way he plays him is very rootable. Um, I loved um, I loved the adjustment uh, in terms of making a different decision with uh, his daughter, uh, the casting decision there. Uh, I thought that was really smart uh, because you, you, they needed something different. I think they needed something to uh, kind of adjust, obviously, because she got older. Uh, I thought Catherine Newton was really, really good in it. Um, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, you know, but Jonathan Majors, he was terrific in the movie. He was, you know, an A1 level actor, which is what he has now risen uh, into being. And to be honest with you, I think Michelle Pfeiffer, like, actually, like, you know, has a chance to really take advantage of the the role that she played, which I thought was really good. I I was impressed. I thought that, you know, it wasn't that she was bad. I just was like, she's good. She's good. She's a solid role player. She's good. And then she is one of the great actresses. She was great in this one. She was great. And she reminded yes. me, she reminded uh, uh, me of that. Uh, but miss me, uh, miss me on uh, Corey Stoll, please. That's it. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree with that last part. I shit myself at the animation quality of that character. It was awful. Yeah, what, what, yeah I don't I still don't. I still don't understand that to this day. I still don't, lifted. I still don't lifted understand. up the mask, and I was like, "This is the best we could do on a two hundred million dollar budget." Like the rest of the quantum realm looks great, and then Modok looks like shit. And it, I, it just—it's very weird to me. It's just—it looked like shit. It, it looked like shit. I mean, it was a good idea having him as Modok, but make him make him look. Like he's worth something. I mean, Jesus! It looked like out of it looked like ten bucks out of the two hundred million dollar budget went to Modoc. I, I mean, yeah, that and then just like the like almost like one of those like um, 
I mean, dang near like a little gnome. He looked like a gnome. Like he didn't even look like he, he, they made the character look like a gnome with just a big old, you know, ring on his head. I mean, they really did. Like it just, it just was, it just didn't make it. It just didn't make anything, didn't make any sense to me. I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. It's like, how is this intimidating? It wasn't intimidating. It was just funny. It was just, it was just really, really funny. I mean, it the was funny. Time, it was over. And you, funny. This was too overplayed, but it was a cool, you know, whatever though. You're right about not being the bounce back people hoped for. Um, but I think it's a, like it was definitely better than people were making it out to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. People were saying people some are, reviewers were saying this was among the worst Marvel movies. That's ridiculous. And in fact, a good a great reviewer I follow on TikTok, his name is George. Uh, he had he had Quantumania dead last in his MCU rankings. And I was like, I got no. This is no, 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 no. Thor Love and Thunder for me is last. Is last. I mean, just a complete, but, well, just a miss in so many levels. I mean, just a miss on so many levels. I don't have the energy to go into that uh, right now, but I do have the energy for the Oscars odds. So, Caleb, what I want to do here is basically, I know you look for value. So, I know you got the odds pulled up. Run through these yeah. categories here. Tell me what you're thinking. What do you what do you, what do you want here? Where do you want to start? All right, well, let's go. Let's go with the f- first one I see on my board. First one I see on the card. Let's go best picture. Okay, let's go okay. best picture. All right, I'm looking at the odds right now. All right, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, how in God's green earth is there a movie that's minus seven hundred? Like, how is that possible? Um, like. How is that possible? Like, and how could you, how Zach could, how could it even be that big of a landslide with movies being such a, like, like how, like what makes it minus 700 to plus 1100? Well, here's one reason is that the movie you're talking about, everything, everywhere, all at once, um, biggest hit of the year in terms of one that people didn't see coming um really innovation innovational movie really really something a movie i can honestly say i've never seen a movie like it which is in the best way possible it's also the most nominated movie this year it's got 11 nominations uh so that is a big reason why it's favored at minus 700 but caleb it doesn't mean it's a shoe in because there is a precedent for movies with a shitload of nominations not winning the biggest award of the night, which is Best Picture, the one we're talking about right now. Including last year's Oscars, when Power of the Dog had more nominations than Everything Everywhere has this year. It had 12 nominations and it lost to a movie that only had three nominations Coda. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And then that. in 2019, yeah. Joker, Joker had the most nominations at 11, and it lost. It lost Best Picture to Parasite, who only had six nominations. And then the year before that, Green Book, which had five nominations, beat Roma and The Favorite, which each had 10 nominations. So there is, if you're looking for value here, 
I mean, my gut tells me everything everywhere is going to win. But if you're looking for value, I'm, I'm honestly looking at All Quiet on the Western Front at plus 1,400. I think that's your best value pick. Okay, why? The movie is outstanding. Why? Uh, okay. It's nominated for a bunch of other ones. It's going to win at least two, I think. I think you can win so best I'm cinematography. Dub- I'm doubling the money, basically. I'm doubling it. Minus 700. Yeah. 1400. I'm doubling. I'm doubling basically. Since so two yeah, times. I think that day. is. Yes. I think okay. this is your most likely win. If you're looking for value after that, I'm Can probably I the, looking the my at. Eye? Can I tell you the two that caught my eye from an odds perspective? Sure. Just the significant drop off the group. So there's the minus 700 you get into like the 11 and 14, but then that 6,500 range, that is a gigantic, gigantic drop off. Like, and I don't really understand it because the movie that's at 6,500 is tar. And that was a movie I was hyping up to you as a a sleeper. I know. Right. For best picture. Right. And that's, that's another thing, Caleb, you have to think about if you place a bet on this, on this ceremony don't bet it until the day of because these uh, these odds have shifted so much in interesting okay a month or so okay and this is this is what happened with parasite at that oscars 1917 was the landslide head over heels favorite to win best picture and then two days before day before wow parasite comes shooting out of nowhere wow and it ends up winning Wow, four of the biggest awards of the night, including the biggest one. So, so your point is hold that's why off I'm on saying early betting. Yeah, hold hold off. Okay, on making a bet until probably Saturday afternoon. So if I can get a tar at sixty five hundred, do you take that? You could take that. I, I would put a little money down on Tar. I would still put money down on Tar. I'm not. I'm not saying dismiss Tar. Okay. Okay. Uh, but these last four, of course, you know, Elvis, Women Talking, Avatar, Triangle. You can throw We're those out the window. Okay. They, don't, okay. they don't have a chance. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just wondered because you you thought that because there is that gap between the you know obviously the top one and the second tier. But then the tar gap from the next one was interesting. It's mystifying. I thought, thought that I, was it's mystifying. I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. I, I'm happy. I talked that through with you because I noticed that and I thought it was interesting. Um, it could be because my guess is because it could be that that movie is going to win in another major category uh, where it's not favored to win as of this moment. But okay, we'll you, you have me intrigued. Yeah, you have me intrigued. Uh, top, top, Top Gun was an extremely popular movie, yeah. Zach. But they never. It always seems like, from my end of it, you sit there, you watch who the best picture is, and you go, "What's that? Like, what's that? What's that movie?" And that's all, that's what's always that? been one of my biggest problems with the Oscars, Caleb, is that they nominate movies. For the biggest award of the year, and people who aren't degenerates like myself who want to tune in and watch this have no idea what these movies are, which is a big reason why I didn't want I didn't even watch the Oscars last year. It was the first Oscars in seven years I didn't watch. 
Because I was like, I don't know any of these fucking movies. Huh. And you Just go to, and you see so, the movies, right? And you see the you see the movies. You go to the movies. You look for that stuff. You gauge you engage in that. That's your wheelhouse. That's my wheelhouse, and made me happy that Top Gun Maverick and Avatar and movies like Elvis yeah. are nominated. Popular movies that made a shitload of money that people know about are nominated for this. But uh, yeah, Top Gun. I know you enjoyed Top Gun. The thing with Top Gun that makes it an intriguing bet is the narrative, the Tom Cruise narrative. Yeah, I, I was going to ask, how much do you think that plays a factor? That That is a... I can't lie to you, Zach, and think that there's some nostalgia there. A oh, that's sweet that they came back and they got the award and they they won the you know it's like it's like it's you know you have to think about this in sports betting too, right? It's like okay, what's the story? What's the story? What's the narrative? If the person wins the award, what's the narrative? The whole concept of Top Gun winning this award, I just don't see where a lot of hate in that is going to be. The co- I don't there, see there a, lot be a lot of hate. Like, there's a lot of common, like, oh, this was cool. This was a cool movie. Um, I totally understand it because I recognized how many people were impacted by the movie. I looked at that movie because I just thought to myself, man, the, the nostalgia aspect of it, I thought was real. And I thought it was real when people went to see it. And I think it could be real for the people even voting. Absolutely, it could be real. Uh, the nostalgia factor, definitely something to keep an eye on. Definitely why I think the odds for this movie will improve in the next oh. 48 hours. Oh. Uh, you could probably see this get to wow. plus 2,000. Wow. You could probably get to plus 2,000 by by Saturday. It wouldn't surprise me. Wow. 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 The thing hurting wow. this movie is that they're not doing a lot of campaigning for for the Oscars, which I respect because campaigning uh, is the reason a movie like Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture over mm-hmm. Saving Private Ryan. They just they 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 basically just sucked off every critic and was like, "Hey, where this is a masterpiece, you have to you have to see this. This is the greatest movie of the year." When it's not, so Top Gun Maverick, I respect that they're not doing that, but. To your point, it was the highest grossing movie of the year until Avatar came out, by far. And the Tom Cruise narrative here is that he's never won an Oscar. Uh, he was surprisingly not nominated for Best Picture this year. Goodness gracious, man. And I mean, that gets me itching. Not, he, I know. He's, he's a hell, that gets me People itching. just think of him as an action star, but early in his career, man, late 80s, all the way through like 2004, this oh, guy gosh. was a top five oh, working actor that's in a Hollywood. Great story to bet on. That's such Some a of the great, great story to bet on. It is. He's been nominated for three acting Oscars. This is his fourth oh. technical nomination because mm. he's a producer on this movie. Mm. He should have won. He should honestly have two Oscars. He really should. He should honestly have two Oscars, and he doesn't have any. And it, it would honestly be a nice comeback-ish story because his career took a big downturn in like the mid-2000s and then he came back with some Mission Impossible movies, some other movies, put him back put him back on the mountaintop and then this is like 
he basically saved movie going with Top Gun Maverick. His unwillingness to put yeah. this movie on streaming services and put it in theaters. I mean, it broke so many records. Uh-huh. It basically proved, hey, COVID's not a thing anymore when it comes to the movies. You can go see a movie and it could still make ridiculous money. So that's that's the narrative for Top Gun Maverick. But if you're looking for value, which I know you are, I'd sprinkle some on All Quiet. I'd sprinkle okay. some on Top Gun. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm looking at the next category that pops up for me uh, is best actor. Um, I'm going to tell you right now what value I really like. I'm going to tell you right now what I really like, what sticks out to me right now. Even though I, again, not looking at this from a movie fan, I'm looking at this from value, betting, where are the odds? What's the difference? Convince me Colin Farrell is not a good bet. Convince you he's not a good bet. Convince me it's not a good bet because I think it looks okay. like a great bet. Right. Because you're sitting there, you're sitting there with two potentially overwhelming guys. And here's a counter that I think this is just something I've noticed about the Oscars. Maybe I'm off base. This is why I'm talking to you about it. I'm talking to you like I'm just an average guy sitting on the street looking at odds. Why would they give an award to a guy like Austin Butler, who is young as he is in his acting career? Is there is there history for that? And then with the, with somebody like when you have the idea of a best actor in a movie, you have you 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 have Colin Farrell, who's the best act who, who's nominated for this, which mo- which his movie is also nominated in best picture. That just feels like an interesting thing to note simply because none of the other movies, Elvis is yes, Elvis is in it. Other than that, no other one is in it. To me, it feels like the value play would be on Colin Farrell because you're also betting on the fact that it seems like that no Banshees of Incharian, it it seems like a, you know, an interesting favorite at 1100. Am I off base for just thinking that's really good value? And it seems like the Academy really respects that movie because if you're putting it as the second highest odds to win the thing, am I off base? Am I off base? Because it feels like that would be a great idea. You're not off base. And I myself think it's a great bet. I actually picked when the nominees were announced, I actually picked Banshees to win best picture. Wow. I thought it was the best movie of the year. Wow. Wow. That I saw. Wow. Uh, I don't think it's going to win. I think, I honestly think everything everywhere is going to win. But if you're looking at Colin Farrell here, there is a narrative of Colin Farrell has been a relevant actor for 20 plus years now. He's been in some great movies. He's this. given us some memorable performances. Come on. And he's never been nominated for an Oscar. So now he is nominated. That's how it works. Keep an eye. If Banshees doesn't have a lot of wins by the time Best Actor is announced, rush, rush to the ticket stands, to the betting 
places as to the sports book as fast as you can and slam some money down on Colin Farrell. Because if they Banshees will not go winless. It will not go winless. See, that's what I was gonna ask you. If it is winless by the time Best Actor comes around, he could really win. Win it. He could really win. So the play would be so that would now would you now I guess my point would be that's a play you make now. That'd be a play you'd make now. Uh, I, yeah, I would that, make. I would make I'm that, now. that play now. You wouldn't wait. You wouldn't wait until. You wouldn't wait. No, I wouldn't wait Sunday to make that play. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't wait because okay. it's a really tight race with Frazier and Butler, and I feel like people are going to see that's a tight race. They're going to throw some money down on Farrell for exactly the reason you're saying. It's good value, and then they're going to lower those odds. Once people start putting money on Farrell, so. But to answer your Boston Butler question, the Academy loves biopics. Whether they're good or bad, they love biopics. And they love handing out Oscars for the main actors in those biopics. So I picked Brendan Fraser to win. But if you want my honest opinion, Caleb, I have no fucking clue who's going to win. I, th- I am absolutely clueless. You, all right, then I know what I'm doing. You, you, if from a betting perspective, if you're, if you're, if you're saying that, if you're saying that, I got my eyes on Colin Farrell here. Yeah, I got my eyes from, prob- a, from a betting I perspective. I got my that. eyes on it. Okay, I would put money on it right now. And if Banshees doesn't have any wins by the time Best Actor comes around, you should be beaming. Fair enough. Beaming and giddy at your chances. With Colin Farrell at Best Actor. All right, we'll 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 go with that. We'll go with that. Um, next up, question, question for you. Question. This sure. is why I'm the better. This is why you're the knowledge. Everything, everywhere, all at once. If it was gonna win Best Movie, how likely is it that they would also get a Best Actress, Actor, Best Supporting? How likely is that that they would get two? What's the history on that? So I'm trying to think off the top of my head here where the movie has one best picture and best actress in the same year. So I'm trying to think. Because I got I got to play. I like I got to play. I like I got to play. So I guess I could start there. The play I like is Cape Blanchett. That's the play. It's plus. I I can get it at plus money. No, that is the play. No one gives a flying rip about the last three. No offense. No one cares. No, they don't. They don't. No one cares. So one of them shouldn't even be nominated, I mean, but that's beside the point. Yeah, exactly. So I'm down to four. So I've got. I'm I'm down to four at this point. And if you're gonna tell me that the history suggests that they're not gonna go, because here's the thing. Well, okay, I'm going to tease another segment. Okay, I'm going to but I'm going to try to bring it right back to best actress. There's no way that you're going to have the best movie and the best actress and the best supporting actor go to one movie. Right. No, you're so you're totally right. My In play fact, that so is my play, my play then is Kate Blanchett at plus money. That is your play, and if you want a historical perspective, that is the play. I mean, that there's no. I think this is you think pretty that's simple. The play? Caleb. I mean, you think that's the play? Yes, it's it comes down to Michelle Yeoh or Kate Blanchett 
for this category. This could this is probably going to be the most hotly contested category. The most competitive category of the night. Where you can you can honestly flip a coin with Yo and and Blanchett. You can if you flip, give me you plus can flip money, I'm stamping it. You, that's not that's not flip it, from a betting perspective. I'm gonna be honest. That's not no, flipping a coin. From it's it's if not. I get it it's plus not. Money, I'm, I'm just not saying. Betting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're it. right. From from a betting perspective, it's not. You take Blanchett every time. Yeah. From the actual standpoint, it's flip a coin. But if you're looking at this, if you want some precedent, the last time this happened, where. Best Actress and Best Picture went to the same movie. It was actually in 2020, Nomadland won Best Picture, and Frances McDormand won her third Oscar for Best Actress. But before that, the time before that that it happened, I'm looking Mm -hmm. here, and I'm going back a decade. Uh, Let's see. I'm looking, I'm looking. Then you have to go before that. You have to go all the way back to 04 million dollar baby when Hillary Swank won. So it's only happened twice. Yeah, I just it's only happened twice yeah. since 2000. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I like that so from a that, betting perspective. That, oh, that makes you feel better with your Blanchette with your Blanchette bet, no doubt. That one, to be honest with you, Zach, like. When they first came out, and like I talked to you about it because I didn't really knew how you know I didn't know how it worked. Like again, I'm not like I, I like movies, I enjoy movies, I, I you know, but I'm definitely not into the, the connoisseur. And and you know the way that you look at it, I, I'm not there. You know what I mean? But like in terms of like just looking and seeing it top to bottom, Kate Blanchett right there sitting at me at plus money, given her reputation. Given the other three, in my opinion, it just feels like a really smart play. It um, is, and here, here's here's even more convincing for you to do it. Go ahead. He, there is some serious historical like potential here if she wins Best Actress. She would become the fifth actress ever. With three or more Oscars. Music to my ears. The actress with three or more Oscars. She would become the eighth actor ever. Forget actor, actress. Just eighth actor ever, man or woman, to ever receive three or more Oscars. Eight yeah, this is out music of everyone who's ever acted. This is music to my ears. You're giving but me the history. The case. Now I have to be fair. I have to be fair here. Okay, go ahead. Let's fair. The case for Michelle Yeoh is that she's been in a lot of awesome movies. She's never won anything, and she deserves to get some love. But you, but you can't. But but okay, Zach. But you can't. You can't seriously sit here and tell me you've three movie. You've three. You've three overwhelming favorites. Back first three things besides actor. You've everything in. You have everything in heavy favorites for this movie. You can't tell me one of these is going to hit. Like I'll be honest, best supporting actor. I didn't even look at. No, don't don't look at that. Because I just feel like to me that's a slam dunk. I just so, feels like I'm going to Quan. There's no value, no play for me. 
slam slam money down on Blanchett. I would do the same thing with Farrell. I would do the same thing with Blanchett that you, that you're doing with Farrell. Throw okay. the money down now. Okay. I don't want to risk these odds flip flopping. Fair enough. Okay. I'll do with that. her and Yo. Yeah, I like that. I liked it. Yeah. I so, like that. What do you got next? Okay. So supporting actor, I'm done. Yeah, I told you how I feel about that one. Yeah, uh, I think that's, it's interesting. That's, that's a runaway. Every best supporting actor has a plus sign next to it. Um, every one of them has a plus sign to it. The supporting actress, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, can I tell you where my lean is? When you have yeah. this many, when you have this many so close to one another, you go with the. I, this is my logic. When you have this many and they're so close to one another and the odds just go with a favorite. Like, am I off based in saying I lean towards Angela Bassett? And then here's my other thing. You can tell me if I'm wrong on this as well. It doesn't feel like they've ever given the Marvel universe, the superhero universe movies a ton of respect. Maybe I'm off base in that, Zach. Um, not have, from an acting category perspective. They never, so have. is that the play? Like, is that their way of saying, Oh, like we're recognizing that, like you're getting all these people. We're recognizing that, you know, you're not about CGI anymore. Like we're recognizing that it's, it's the focus is also about making sure that you have top tier actors. We'll give it, we'll, here you go. Like, because I have a tough yes. time. Can I also ask you this question? This might be an uncomfortable question, but I'm going to ask this anyway. Um, I feel like every year, this is going to sound really bad. I feel like every year there's always a conversation about race at the Oscars and the there whole is. idea no, of like who's winning, who's losing. And um, I think for me, it's like, you know, to me, I think she deserves it. She's talented enough. But would the Oscars look at it like that? So there was a, I'm trying to think of what ceremony it was. I think it was, it was the recently, 2016. Right? Okay. It was the 2016 Oscars for 2015 movies. It was the year Leonardo DiCaprio won That's his right. Oscar yeah, yeah, for I The Revenant. Yeah. And it was a big deal after the show that there was like a trend on Twitter that every single yeah. acting nominee in all four categories was a white person. So the Academy made a real concerted effort basically every year since then, which is good on a lot of levels. It's, it's, it's sure, good. Sure. It's good that they Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm to not saying it's not. Incorporate more nominees. Right. On a diversity level. Uh, and they've done a great job of that. They have not done a great job of rewarding See, that's, that's what deserving I was nominees. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. People of color. Yeah. They, they haven't done a great job of that. Yeah. So this one, I think you're absolutely right to go with Angela Bassett. Okay. I think she gave the best performance out of all these nominees. And... There's also some career. The, the Academy loves to give out Oscars for career achievement. Uh, um, you know, a well-respected, accomplished actor Man, or actress. That bill. 
who has never won any hardware and she never has. So I think this is her time, but I'm taking a long, hard look at Carrie Condon as well at plus one twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Caleb, this will be, this is always one of the first uh, categories of the night. They, they announce oh, supporting actor okay. and supporting actress very early to try and keep the audience invested because they're oh, two good. big categories and they try good. and get them out of the way first. So you're going to know pretty quickly if your Colin Farrell bet has any traction. Because if Banshees loses in supporting actor and supporting actress, your path is looking pretty good for Colin Farrell to win. Keep it rolling. I think Bassett's really good. I watched Black Panther. I thought it was really good. Um, she was awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm very. I I, th- I think she totally deserves it, and that's where I lean. That's where that's who I'm rooting for. Like that's that would be the that would be the bomb. Um, a director. Uh, talk. Don't even Zach. bother. Don't even bother because they're just going to give it to everything everywhere all at once. They are and. If you're and looking at it as a betting man, you're you're salivating over the Spielberg odds. You're salivating. You're salivating. You're not because wrong. you have <laughs> you have arguably the greatest director of all time. Yeah. At ridiculous, ridiculously high odds. Yeah, you're not plus wrong. Plus eight fifty. Yeah. Uh, but now the Daniels for everything everywhere all at once. They just kind of burst onto the scene, and those odds I think are just too much to overcome. Yeah, this would be one of the, it would be one of the big upsets of all time, if I they agree. were to lose. So, <laughs> I agree. Like the any play. other one you want to hit on? Um, shoot. Um, I'm trying to look here at some. I know a lot I, of I runaways. Know. I know, I know. Um, and, and, and they're even, and it's so much so Zach where, um, it doesn't feel like there's a play. Um, I guess, you know what I would ask, you know what I would ask, um, what do you think about adapted screenplay? What do you think about adapted screenplay? And what do you think about glass onion at 2300? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, if I'm not mistaken, as we know, Glass Onion, a sequel, which I I think I've told you this. Not a big fan of sequels getting nominated in this category. Not a big fan at all. Unique. But. Right. But. If you're looking at it as we are from betting men. Nice freaking play. It's a nice. It's a very nice play. It's a very nice play. I would I like sprinkle play. a little bit of money, sprinkle a little bit of money on that. Sprinkle a bit more money on All Quiet at plus one eighty. Okay. 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 All Quiet, so think- I think, has a chance to win. You're in on that. You're in on that. You're in on that movie. I can tell. You're in on. Well, that. Let, let me. I'm. I am totally. In. Let me see here. All Quiet has a chance to win one. Two, it's going to win international feature film. So three, 
four, five, six. I'd say he has a legitimate chance to win six Oscars on Sunday. I don't think it'll win any less than two. Goodness gracious. So if you're looking to okay. Wow. Okay. sprinkle so some think- money around on one single movie, I would it would be that That's one for it. me. Interesting. Okay. All right. I'm I'll, I'm looking at those. I'm looking at those two. I thought that was interesting. Um, animated feature feels like a slam dunk. Oh, God. Um, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I feel like that's yes. a slam dunk. Um, that is insane. Nothing- and I just want to say, I just want to say an animated feature really quick. I was okay. telling Bryce this. Okay. The industry is caught up to Pixar. Hmm. They've caught up to Pixar. Pixar used to be a shoe-in for this award. Pixar could shit out a movie and they would win Best Animated Feature. And that's not really the case anymore. And we have Spider-Verse to thank for that. Because Spider-Verse defeated The Incredibles 2. And then basically since then, Pixar has had to fight off some, some heaters here. And now we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, who's the runaway favorite and should be. It should be. <laughs> Meanwhile, Turning Red, was the, Pixar the Pixar movie, yeah. movie from last year, abysmal odds. Absolutely yeah. abysmal odds. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The only, the only Disney adults are going to put some money on. Yeah. So that's all. That's all I wanted to say. In that that's fair enough. No, I Pix- like that. Pixar. Pixar's run of dominance could be could be ending. That's interesting. Um, like only I guess. Like, what do you think about original song, and how uh, how does that get like how does that even work? Like, because I'm sitting here and I'm like. Frankly, I've never heard of the one that's the favorite. No, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. So you don't know. Don't even think about it. Don't even look into it because it's it's just going to be one of those like may not even be worth digging into is your point. Typically, I remember 2018 Oscars when that was when A Star is Born, that that song won. Lady Gaga's song won. She was such an overwhelming favorite to win that they just said fuck it and she performed the song during the ceremony and you're not really seeing that here odds wise (laughs) I will say for the favorite in this category RRR a lot of people were upset that it wasn't nominated for more stuff so I think it's probably going to win Okay. I think it's probably going to win because the Academy wants these people off their ass. That's typical. That's typical. No, it is typical. So I would stay away from that. All right. I'll stay away. All right. That's it. That's what I got. That's what I got. Uh, Unless you got anything else. No. What do you think? What do you think? What do I think? I think it was awesome. What do you, what do you think think. as a betting man? What do you think? I think, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's really, (laughs) I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun there. I got my plays. I think you you help me find my plays. Um, if I'm making plays, that's what I'm making. To make this a tradition, uh, every should, year we could do this. I don't hate it. 
Uh, if you enjoyed it, if you enjoyed having me on, if you enjoyed, if you thought that I was, was a surprise, a blast, it was a fucking blast. It, yeah, if you didn't need a, uh, if I wasn't making your back hurt, um, I'm I'm more than I'm more than I'm more than willing. I'm more than willing to look at, at doing this for you know other things down the line. Uh, it was definitely fun. It was definitely different and you know exciting, very exciting. So it was exciting. I had a blast. Yeah, it's best of both worlds here. Uh, two degenerates, two degenerate betters. Sure. Degenerate content consumers. Best in both worlds here. Correct. Best of both worlds. Correct. I agree. I agree. Caleb, before we go. Yep. Plug yourself. Plug, plug yourself. Was we, got the, well, we, got, uh, we got a lot going on. Um, obviously, college basketball is is in the thick of it. March Madness. We got pods coming out consistently. Uh, check that out. I you know, Zet Bryce, Bryce and I were both on total different episodes. Bryce was on an episode with you talking about the Indian Pacers on the Power Hour. Uh, I was on an episode recently. Alex, I believe, just re- is starting to put that together. Uh, I was talking about the New York Knicks. Uh, the New York Knicks were the team that he wanted me to come <laughs> and talk about. Uh, so I was very, you know, and he knows how I feel about the New York Knicks. Uh, and uh, especially this season. Uh, I thought, you know, they were, they were very fun. I think they've, they've got a nice looking team and I think Thibodeau needs to get a lot more credit um, because he really is diving into something that he's never done before and it's working. And I think you have to credit him for that. Cause that's hard. Anybody has to make changes is hard. So uh, I talked to about that with Alex and, and had a good time doing that. Uh, we, we talked about the NFL most of the year. Uh, we're getting into NBA uh, after March. So it's a busy time with Thorne Sandy. Obviously, uh, check us out. Uh, not a lot of movie talk. Not a lot of movie talk over at the uh, at the Wednesday podcast. But uh, I, but I know in terms of sports, if you have some interest, slide over. I'm cooking up some ideas here. To get you to get you and Bryce on, we need to get the trio on the cinema. I have a hey, man. I have a couple draft ideas. I know you've been on. Uh, I think you've been on a draft. I want to say I have. I just can't remember. I can't remember. And just, Bryce has been on a few drafts. I'm thinking. I just. Can't I'm remember. thinking some character drafts. Some movie oh, character drafts. Oh wow! Oh for, god! <laughs> like, I'll just tease it right. I'll just tease it right now. Maybe a oh, Star gosh. Wars character draft. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you know, something fun. Wow. Something off the wall. Dang, you just put me on a poster. You framing that sucker? You going it? You go? How you framing that? How you cropping that out? And just frame that on me. That's that's a. Gotta take it over to Michaels. Get a custom frame. Heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. <laughs> so that, that's that's kind of what I got cooking. It's in the oven. It's in the sure. oven. It's not ready to come out yet. Sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's what I'm thinking. Right. So we'll do an Oscars pod next week. Let's do it. Uh, reaction pod. Might uh, off myself on air, depending what happens on Sunday night. And then uh, uh, me and Bryce, Mandalorian recaps every Monday. And then at the end of the month, when Succession starts, uh, Alex Burr and I will be doing Succession recap episodes. Uh, to commemorate the final season. There you go. Very of nice. Succession. Well done. So a lot, well a lot cooking yeah. here. I want to, I'm going to work, uh, work out the kinks on that draft. Try and try and, uh, sure. get it on the books. Sure. We'll see. We'll see. 
All right, Caleb. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. On a fun. And as always, folks, thank you very much for listening.